Today on Calm Talk, I'm talking about why I served at Teen Reach Adventure Camp this year. Glicks, what is going on? We are receiving a signal from a new area on the planet Geekery. All right, let's see what the planet has for us today. Opening forms in three, two, one. Hello, devoted geeks, and welcome to Calm Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, a show for devoted geeks who are devoted to letting you know that you are loved. I'm Dallas. I'm so glad that you've hit the play button today. If you're new to our podcast, we take geek popcorn items like movies, video games, comics, and we generally use it to let you know that you're loved. And we do this through a variety of different ways, guys. We do this through uh, this main conversation of Calm Talk. Once a month, we have a show called Bees Views and Reviews, where our friend Branson reviews. Uh, family-friendly, faith-based comic books and gives recommendations and sometimes interviews different creators. And then you have, uh, in the past, uh, Primitive Rhythm Machine, where uh, our John, a variety of co-hosts, will talk about different styles of music and Christian music. And then, and and, and this is a heads up for you guys coming soon. I'm super excited about this. Uh, we're going to have a new show in this feed called Casual Gamers Society, where John and our friend Dave are going to be coming together to talk about gaming. Video games, tabletop games, all kinds of games, and and what that looks like in their lives. So uh, make sure you guys uh, stay tuned uh, because we have a lot of really great content that comes through this particular feed, not including the other feeds that we have out there. You know, we have the Bottom Shelf Podcast for those of you who like terrible movies. We have the We Read Lead, We Read Allegedly Podcast for those of you who like books. And then coming soon, very soon, ladies and gentlemen, a brand new podcast. Uh, we already have some teasers out there. Uh, the Gundam Watch, for those of you who like Bubble Suit Gundam and those of you who may be wanting to get into it. All that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's not the topic of today's conversation. No, today, my friends, we are talking about an event that I had the opportunity to serve in this past couple of weeks. Uh, we talked about this um, before. Uh, you guys may remember us helping out with this event in the past, and that is Teen Reach Adventure Camp. Uh, track, if you will. Uh, uh, track Shreveport specifically is what I got to serve in this past year. And this is a camp for teenagers in the foster care system. And uh, it is connected with uh, Roll Family Kids Camp, which is a kids camp for kids in the foster care system. And uh, it's a really great camp. Uh, I appreciate the, the heart of the founders of the of track as a whole. It was one of those things where they saw that there was a great program for kids, but at age, I believe, 13, uh, the kids couldn't go to that camp anymore. Maybe it's 12. I got I to gotta get my facts straight. I apologize, guys. So they created a next step for them, uh, which you guys know us. We love next steps here at Geek Devotions. And so they created a next step for them, which was track. And uh, guys, it's a powerful, powerful program that they have at Teen Reach Adventure Camp. For three days, these young people come together at a campground and they encounter hope. They encounter peace. They encounter God in a big and powerful way. And uh, it's a fantastic program. I highly recommend it. And uh, I was blessed to have the opportunity to serve with it again this past year. Now, I served in a variety of roles over the last couple of weeks. Uh, the first uh, week was, was boys camp. And I originally was only going to be the dean of men, which my job was to take care of our male counselors. Again, these guys are pouring out constantly into these young people, 
And so uh, somebody needs to make sure these guys are okay. So my job, and I'm so thankful for uh, Lizzie, who was the Dean of Women, for helping me out because she did this before. I'm new to this whole being a Dean of anything. And so she helps me out a lot. But we, we, we monitored our guys, make sure they were good, make sure they were hydrated, found out, you know, do they need anything? One dude, it was funny, he kind of tripped out a little bit because um, we had this paper that says, hey, what do you like with your snacks? And all he put down was coffee and water. I'm like, come on, man. So... Uh, my wife and I were, were thinking about it. My wife found, this is really cool, uh, these little, um, they look like M&Ms that are coffee flavored. And so I got a couple of those for the guy. And I told him, he's like, what? You you got that for me? He's like, I didn't expect me to actually read that. I was like, bro, I read these because I want to take care of you. <laughs> so, I, um, I, so I served as the dean of men. But on top of that, um, I stepped into... Um, kind of last minute, the the position of the guy who runs Crosstalk, which is a conversation that takes place uh, with the kids. It's a, it's kind of the teaching time. And it, Crosstalk sits the, sets the tone for the rest of the day for how um, things will run, for what they're going to be kind of challenged with throughout the day. And so it's kind of a big opportunity, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity. Um, and um, so I got in there, and um, I taught on, on Daniel. And I also had to craft some questions called gutsy conversations, which is the, uh, it's kind of a a set of questions that the kids sit down with their counselors and have a really in-depth conversation, breaking things down, really diving deep. And, you know, it was an honor. It was a, it was a blessing to be able to serve in this manner, to teach and to pour out. Those of you guys who know me, I love teaching. I I love being able to pour into young people and, and, and show them the scriptures and show them how big our God is and how valuable this Bible uh, that we hold our faith in uh, is. So I served in these two roles uh, during the boys' camp specifically. Uh, and then uh, last minute, due to some uh, some circumstances beyond anybody's control, I also <laughs> had to pick up the media department. And I was the sole, for the most part, cameraman and editor for the camp. And and this is really the one of the positions I really love. I love serving in this area. I love speaking. I love going around and, 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 and teaching and doing stuff like that. By the way, if you guys want me to come speak at your event, come holler at me. But um, I love this aspect specifically because what happens with these books, these photos, is um, we put together a booklet, a photo album for each individual kid that have pictures of of them now they're safe they're what they're what's classified as safe pictures meaning that they're they're pictures just of that kid because let me tell you something track is very particular and for good reason about protecting the identity of these kids that are in the program and so each kid walks out with a booklet of memories and i love this so so sticking much i love it because for me photos are moments they capture memories they capture uh emotions they capture feelings that took place in a singular moment and i want these kids and the team that i had working with me the following week really want these kids to go home and have this photo album so that when they're going through hard times because reality is these kids will go through hard times these kids will that like when they left track they still had to go back to a place and some of them are going to a good place and some of them some of them are still struggling guys i want them to be able to open that book and go, <laughs> I met God here. I remember when my my counselor told me about this here. I remember when I was struggling with this with this game that we were doing, and and my counselor or the 
the challenge course director, facilitator, walk me through what I was thinking. And it's building the faith. It's literally stirring up the faith of these kids, stirring up love and good works inside of these kids or what these pictures do. So I love having the opportunity to do that. So that was my, my, my week one was uh, teaching, <laughs> uh, some, some, some counseling of the counselors, and then taking pictures. Now, I was exhausted, but it was a good exhaustion. You know how when you, you've poured out everything you can into a situation, poured out everything you can into what God has for you, there, there is a, there is a, um, a rest because you're, you've given out everything you have. Um, and that's what it was. I, I was exhausted, but I was so happy, so filled with joy because I know that these kids walked out of that camp full. Some of these kids came from some terrible situations. Some of these young men had some, some crazy stuff going on. And they walked out full. And then the second week, girls camp was a little bit easier for me uh, in the fact that I had a full-on team. <laughs> and I was excited about that because I had two photographers at all times. I could focus on doing the edits that we needed to get done and making these booklets take place. Fighting the printer, by the way, that's the thing that takes place for uh, for those of you who do track and you're in the media team and you have a printer. What are you guys using? Because I promise you that our printer met Jesus many a time while I was uh, working on it. <laughs> but it was a much more relaxed week for me. But at the same time, it was it was different. It was it was intense for me differently. Um, these young ladies, man, they they're going through some stuff and. Um, they, the, our facilitators and our counselors, they were so good with these ladies, walking them through every moment, walking them through the emotions, walking them through mindsets that have been given to them. I want to say again, mindsets that have been given to them. Some of these young ladies are, they, there have been things been imposed upon them that they have to see the world through a lens that's just not right. It's not biblical. It's not what God intended. And so every aspect of Trek was teaching these girls how to re-see, how to rethink the world around them. And our facilitators and our counselors were just rock stars all the way through walking these young ladies through the process. And it was a blessing. It was an honor to be able to sit back and watch this take place. I got to tell you though, the team that we had, the team that we had serving at Trek was phenomenal. They were next level individuals. God really did a fantastic job of placing exactly who needed to be in the camp at the right time. From our our, our nurse, who was an amazing uh, gentleman named Cole, to every single counselor that came in to serve these kids. I mean, they were paired so perfect. We had some last minute change. Last minute! <laughs> next level last minute changes that had to happen. And those changes, guys, they were a world of difference. These kids were perfectly paired with the exact leaders they needed for the moments they were walking through. I don't know if this camp could have gone as smoothly as it, as it did if we had tried to put our hand to it and make something happen. God orchestrated some amazing things throughout this camp that were mind-boggling. And like seeing these kids just, the, the light bulb go off. Like, like I, I, those of you who work with kids, you know what I'm talking about. There's this moment where the things just begin to click and they begin to see things differently. They begin to understand things differently. And it was amazing to watch the counselors and the facilitators walk our boys and our girls through these different things and see these kids come alive, just completely transformed. 
I want I want to share this quick story. We had a, one young lady who came to be part of the of the event, and she when she came in, you could tell that she was burdened. There were things in her life that had been thrusted upon her, and that she had just walked through, and she was hurting. And at the drop off, because the way the camp works is really cool. You have the drop off point, and then you have the actual campgrounds. Both of them are are unknown for the most part. The drop off point, obviously, somebody's got to know where it's at. The campgrounds are somewhere else. And this is, again, this is all for their safety. So at the drop-off point, uh, they, this young lady's there. And several people looked at this young lady. And except for those in the know, many thought she was an adult. They thought she was a foster mom. That was somebody else. And it was because all the burdens, all the junk of the world had just weighed her down. that she just looked older. But on the last day of camp, <laughs> she's going through her booklet of pictures and she's seeing the memories. She's seeing these moments that took place all week, weekend long. And she looks like a little girl again. She looked like a young lady once again. There was a restoration of innocence inside of her. There was hope restored inside of her. That's why... I served this camp this past week because it was opportunity to bring restoration, to bring hope, to bring peace to these young people who are going through unfathomable things. I was not purview to some of the background of the girls, but because of my role with the guys serving as the dean of men, I got some of the background story on some of these boys, and it's heartbreaking. To hear what some of these kids, guys, these are children I've gone through. The weight that they carry. And for three days, this team, this amazing team said, we're going to put to the side everything about us, about our individual selves. We're going to humble ourselves and we're going to serve these kids. We're going to show them Jesus. We're going to help them carry the burden, not to hold the burden. Because that's where people get messed up. They they feel like that, that they have to hold the burden. No, our job is simply to show them how to take that burden to the cross and leave it there. That's all we're doing. We're helping. We're yoking with these kids to take them to the cross, to leave those burdens there. And this team did an amazing job of doing that all the way through. The heartbreaking part of every camp is saying goodbye. We load them back on the bus at the campgrounds. We lay our hands on the bus. We pray for them. And then it goes off, leaving the campgrounds to go back to the drop-off point. And it's heartbreaking, but it's also encouraging. We know where these kids are going, but we know that they leave equipped. We know what they're stepping into, but we know that they're stepping into it ready and prepared to walk differently, see differently, think differently. That's why I served at track this year. I enjoy talking. I enjoy teaching. I enjoy photography and I enjoy these things. But I enjoy mostly using what God's given me to bless these kids, to equip them to do something great. And my encouragement for those of you who are listening to this podcast right now is this. What's in your hands? What do you have inside of you? I talk naturally. I teach naturally. I do photography naturally. And these are the tools in my hand and I used it at this camp. What is in your hands and how can you use it to change the lives of individuals? 
Some of you, you're listening to this podcast, you're like, man, I want to get involved with track right now too. Do it. Look it up. Teen Reach Adventure Camp. Find one that's local to you. Look up Royal Family Kids Camp. Get involved. Some of you, you're you're called to, to be in there as a counselor. Some of you are called to be kitchen staff. I'm telling you right now, it takes an anointing to be a kitchen staffer. <laughs> it takes anointing to work in the kitchen because you got kids who, man, they just won't eat. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm telling you, there is no small job. Every person from kitchen staff to, to maintenance to everything that was working this camp, they were all important filling a role. You have a role to play in changing the lives. Now, some of you, maybe your your role and track in the foster care system is to give, to bless, to go, hey, let me, let me support this ministry that's local to me. Let me support these people here. I want to encourage you guys who's listening to this, look at what you have in your hand and go, Lord, how can you use me? Where do you want to use me? I have a big heart for this. But how do you want me to serve in that? And once he gives you those answers, step into it. Walk into that. Let God use what he's already given you to bless others, to change the lives of others. It may not look the way you want it to look. You may have an idea in your head of how you want this to play out. I want to encourage you, don't do that. <laughs> Walk in ready for it to change on a dime. I know for me this past year, I did not expect to do some of the things I had to do, but it didn't matter. I was there for these kids. I was there to serve the Lord by serving these kids. I want to say thank you to the leadership of Teen Reach Adventure Camp for allowing me the opportunity to serve this past weekend. I really do appreciate the opportunity. It was a great, great time. I loved hanging out with the young men and the young ladies and speaking life into them, encouraging them. And I so appreciate the opportunity to serve with some amazing leaders also who are genuinely heartbroken but full of joy today knowing they've poured everything out into these kids this past weekend. I'd like to invite you guys, if you want to help support Teen Reach Adventure Camp, uh, our local Shreveport chapter. (laughs) Uh, my church is one of the many sponsoring ministries um, that helps to support this. And um, if you'd like to help support it financially, go to my church's website, thpshreport.com. I'll be linked down in the description down below. Click on the Give button, and uh, when you go to do the giving portion of it, you select Other. You type in, uh, you can type in Track T R I C or Teen Reach Adventure Camp, and and for grins. Uh, put to the side of it, geek devotions. That way, we just we know how how that happened. I just it'd be curious. It'd be fun to see. Uh, <laughs> so, this is anybody listening to this podcast? I don't know. <laughs> but for reals, it's a great ministry, and this is an opportunity for you guys uh, to bless it. Because uh, guess what? Track is happening next year. There's still more kids that need to be reached. There's still more things that need to be done to help these people. So, I want to encourage you guys to step out in faith and serve, serve somehow. It may not be a camp. It may be there's a local foster care system in your, in your neighborhood, in your, in your city. It may be there's some people in your church that need you to serve, serve and serve. Well, I'm going to stop rambling. I'm going to get off of this podcast, but I just wanted to share this. I hope it encouraged you guys. 
I love you all so very much. And I want you to know that um, what we do here at Geek Devotions, we do for this reason. We're devoted to letting people know that they're loved. That is the goal of Geek Devotions. So serving in track for me was no extension of that. For those of you who support Geek Devotions, you guys... You guys sent me there <laughs> because of your support of what we do here at Geek Devotions. I had the ability to do this and know that everything else was going to be handled. So thank you. Thank you so very much. And thank you to my team here at Geek Devotions for handling so many other things while I was able to serve this way. Um, yeah, I'm rambling in. So I love you guys. Until next time, stay devoted. Peace and love.